and we're recording live. So you are listening to Khadija on Keep It Real with Khadija's podcast and I am here with the one and only Linda Plant. You will know Linda from BBC's The Apprentice, Lord Sugar's right hand lady and she really put me through my paces last year on The Apprentice. Hi Linda, how are you? Hi Khadija, you put me through my paces as well. I needed I needed a break after recording with you. I was going to say that actually, that video was all over YouTube. Khadija screams at Linda. Yeah, the only one I said after the recording, stop, stop the, stop the recording, get me coffee. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but it was so lovely to meet you and thank you for coming on the Your Fired show and giving me my gift. And we made friends in the end, we didn't we? Friends. And I've hung it up, pride of place, that picture in my living room, well, me in my cleaning gear. That's great, that's great. I'm very so, pleased. I am in your beautiful home. And you are obviously great at interior design, I can tell. Your current business is in interior design, right? Yeah, but largely uh, it is in interior design, but we largely... Sorry, Sorry, you okay. Yeah, no, largely we interior design our own properties, although we have got an interior design business, which we do for people largely abroad, mainly yeah. abroad. But yeah, I'm in interior design, but I'm mainly a property developer. You know that, don't you? Wow, that's in my, London, that, mainly. That, that is my main business. That's how I got into the interior design. So I'm going to set this. It keeps going off. There we go. So, interior design and property investment. Yeah. That's property development. Property development? Yes. Is that commercial units? Mostly residential. Oh. Mostly residential. High-end residential. And that's how I got into interior design because the high-end residential properties that we bought and we used to, we, we would we refurb them yeah. and then we furnish them. Yeah. Because we, I think people don't really have a great vision. So when they walk into something that's furnished, they... Can, they don't have to have a vision, no. they can see. Yeah. And from that, really, a lot of the agents said, oh, people love the furnishings, and that's how I got into the interior design. But I am first and foremost a property developer. Property. Yes. So property came from, so you started in the market stores with your parents, with your mum. Yeah, that was that was the fashion business. Into fashion. Which which was my main my main earlier year career. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so do you feel like you got into fashion from your mum? It kind of went down to you. No, I don't really. No. I think that I think that I got into business maybe from my mum because yeah. I started. But the thing about fashion is it's always been in my blood. Really? Yeah, fashion, style, homes has always been in my blood. Oh, I love that. So I think it was born in me. It literally yeah. was. Yeah. So that brings me on then to ask, in your current business right now, because you know in business, the entrepreneurial journey, there's always struggles. Mm. Are there any most recent struggles that you've had to overcome that people, you know, it might help others when they hit that point? Well, I think largely the property business is a struggle at the moment because mm. of the uncertainty of Brexit, because there's a, and because of the uncertainty we did in the high-end residential property, which uh, is sold quite often to foreign investors. Mm. Foreign investment is at a low at the moment, although it should be better because of the, because of the, 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 the strength of the currency yeah. but um, it's difficult because people are scared they need some certainty in the country yeah. and I think post October 31st we'll have some certainty so I think that today whether you were a Brexiter or whether you were a Remainer I think the consensus is people just want to get on with something just saw something yeah have to do so I was going to leave this question for the yes no game Boris as PM, yes or no? Love him. Okay, good. Okay, perfect. That's it. You would have been great with the yes no game because you didn't say yes or no. <laughs> um, we will play that after. You haven't played this before, have you? I yes, haven't. No. Okay, you just 
can't say yes and you can't say no. You also might, can't pause. It might be difficult. <laughs> I'll try. So I wanted to ask you, so you have three sons. I right? do, yeah. And I have two daughters. Yes. So I find mummy guilt is always something with me. When I'm working, I feel guilty that I'm not with them. When I'm with them, I feel like I should be earning more money. What would you give, what advice would you give to a, I call them a mumpreneur. What would you give to a mumpreneur? Well, when I started in business, women were not working. So I was out there alone uh, with the guilt. Yeah. Um, I was out there alone, you know, working and building a business. And my children, although looked after, all the mothers were then picking their kids up from school, dropping them off and doing everything that I wasn't doing. Mm. Um, having said that, uh when my kids, when my kids grew up, they had a fantastic respect for me. Yeah. And that was then my, I've got two children older and one, one boy younger. I would say today that, um, mothers don't need to feel guilty. They really don't need to feel guilty. Yeah. Business is for men and women today. Yeah. Very, very much so. Very much more so than when I started in business. Husbands are more hands on with kids yes. and the house. And I don't think there should be a thing called mummy guilt. I don't think so. I think that women are just as equipped as men to work and as long as a child has quality time and is not neglected yeah. children are groomed to grow up and understand that today yeah. so I don't I certainly can speak from experience that it doesn't it really doesn't do a bad thing for a child if their mother works no yeah. not at all my boys have grown up respecting me yeah so did you use so I, I take Soraya my eldest she's five I take her with me to most podcast interviews should have bought her today um, so that she can witness what my is doing i took her to the itv studios we interviewed katie price she was yeah. mesmerized by it yeah did you used to take your boys to work with you well i, I didn't because no. first of all they're boys and they wouldn't really fashion. have had much interest in the fashion business had i have had a little girl i might have done yeah i didn't but my boys were very much a part of my they they were part of my business world they grew up knowing what their mother was doing yeah um they couldn't be part of that world but as i said to you they weren't part of the fashion world but they they grew up with a great respect for their mother. And business, I guess. Yes. And understand the business. So do you think, you, we're talking about women and mums, do you think women are still intimidated? I mean, you and I, quite clearly, from our, from yeah, our interview, when, yeah. don't get intimidated no, at all. No. But do you think a lot of women still do in the business world? I don't think women in the business world necessarily get intimidated, and there are so many more women in the business world. I think there are women men who still intimidate women but yeah. now there are many more women who intimidate men like us <laughs> like us exactly <laughs> exactly and you know i see that little smirk when we say that because it's something to be very proud of i feel i agree well i i agree because i always think that a man that um, is intimidated by me is not really a man that would be good for me to be with yeah because it it would you know i i need a strong man Someone so and as i'm sure you do yeah you know <laughs> so any man any man who is intimidated by the woman he's with the woman's made a bad choice yeah <laughs> here, here. i love that okay so if you hadn't been so successful in business what career path do you think you might have ended up in well, when I was a child, I wanted to be a history teacher. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I realised growing up, I'd have made the worst teacher in the world because I'm not patient. <laughs> with <Okay>. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, But I don't know because, you know, I only had a single-minded drive mm. to be in 
business. Yeah. Um, so I never, once I got past a certain age and I started so young in business working on a market store, as you know, from, yeah. uh, I never had any other thoughts of anything else I wanted to do except be in business. Yeah. But as I say, if I went back a long time, history was my favorite subject at school. Oh, it was my worst. Uh, yeah, maths was my worst. <laughs> um, history was my favorite subject. And I used to ha- think I'd like to be a history teacher, but once I got a little bit grown up, I realized I'd be a dreadful teacher. No. And then I- <laughs> I don't think the pace that great all the time either. Well, that's another story, but... <laughs> okay, if you could go back to the beginning, when you were in the market stall, and then you were going into retail, is there anything that you would have changed? I don't think so. No? I really don't think so, because I was, in a way... Uh, I was trend-setting yeah. for business, for women, for everything I did. And um, I had to. I have to say I look back on those years of building a fashion business as probably some of the best years, the most exciting years of my life. Mm self-achievement doing being in fashion every 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 style I created was like a baby of mine was like so no I really could say I mean I've made if you ask me about husbands I might have another story to tell you but for business in the early part of my business I really don't think I'd have changed anything if I could rewrite the book it would be the same for the beginning part of my life yeah have you watched the devil wears Prada yeah do you love that film? I do love that film, but um, <laughs> I love Meryl Streep. She's a fabulous actress. Yeah. Uh, and I love all the fashion in it. When she drops yeah. the bag on the desk and yeah. she walks through. Oh, yeah. that's one of my favourite films. When you were talking about that then, just then, it reminded me of Devil Wears Prada. Okay. If we had to describe, or if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would you say? Motivated woman. That's two words. Motivated. (laughs) I love that. Motivated. So I think I would probably describe myself as hustler. Okay. Maybe hustler. So I wanted to come on to actually our interview when we were on the show. And you mentioned about the cleaner business. And I was there, very strong-headed. But actually, since the show, I've taken a different route. I've Mm. decided that you were right. (laughs) Hold my hands up. (laughs) It would be real hard work and a huge machine and, you know, the margins were small, et cetera, et cetera. And I've learned a lot since the show. Okay. Have there ever been any moments in your career where you were really strong-minded about something and then actually, in hindsight, you realised a few months later that that was a really bad idea and maybe I shouldn't have thought that? I think that when I've been really strong-minded about something, no, but have I made mistakes? Of course I have. Have I been afraid to fail? Have I had a couple of failures? Yeah, Yeah, I have. But then I always say you can't learn. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Because... You know, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Pick yourself up, dust yourself down and and go on, which yes. is, you know, no one, no, no one in any field can say uh, very rarely they've never made a mistake. You know, yeah. but the key is don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to have a go. You had a go at the cleaning business. Yeah. You know, I sat on the other side of looking at your plan and, and, and my job was to find the weaknesses. Yeah. And, it, you know, when, and I think. Probably when you're in something, you never see it as clear as someone else. Of course you're blinkered. Of course you're blinkered. But, you know, I think that don't be afraid to fail and pick yourself up. One of my mentors, Rob Moore, he says, if you don't earn, you learn. 
I yeah. like that. I, yeah, I, I, I like that too. Yeah, if you mm. don't earn, you learn. You can take that little nugget with you today. Um, okay. And you have to learn sometimes in order to earn. Yeah, it's true. Learn a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's for me, for The Apprentice. You know, it was such a learning curve. Just being around other people with different businesses, looking at theirs, looking at mine, being around all of you. Mm. You know, I've come out... I'm ready to take on the world, but in a different avenue than I was before. Well, yeah, but it's probably, it's been a fantastic launching pad for you, Education, hasn't it? Yeah. Education, And even though we had a banter in the, in the, in, in, in the interview process, the things that I said about your, because I looked at your cleaning business, you were in it, it was your baby. I was looking at it from a completely different point yeah. of view. So the point is you, 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 you saw those things in it. You couldn't quite see it as clearly, but you've come out of it. But, but the thing is that what you've done is that you've said, okay, that perhaps hasn't worked the way I thought it was going to work. Yeah. And, uh, now I'm going to try something else. Onto new things. Onto new things. New and you, horizon. well, you've got, you've got personality, you've got strength of character. Uh, those are good things that will carry you through. And yeah, and I think you've, you've got, you're, you've got a good brain and you're very persistent. I am. Very persistent. I you a lot. And, and persistent. Yeah. But, uh, but persistence, persistence is very important. Yeah. Because it goes with don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. So true. Well, you've complimented me. Thank you very much. <laughs> but what's the best compliment you've ever received the best compliment probably I've ever received you'll find quite funny because when in my early years in the fashion business I had an office in Hong Kong and I had an office in Seoul Korea and that really was a time when um when uh, women were not in business and certainly there were no women negotiating in Korea because it was very, very male orientated. I mean, they only employed women in, mo- in the morning, you know, oh, no wow. woman after she was married. Oh. Uh, and I, and I remember going into one of the factories I did the most business with and he had a photograph of me on his desk. Uh, and he, and I, and at that time, the biggest compliment I ever received was Linda, you are like man. Oh, great. So I understood what was really behind that compliment. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose it might sound a bit silly today. But no. Yeah, it was. But that's the best. This is what podcasts are all about, so that I yeah. can hear things that people probably don't know. That's the yeah. best compliment. That so that was it. Linda, you are oh like man. God. Yeah, yes. I've been told I'm on the masculine end of feminine, I guess. So I am like man. Yeah, well, I think, <laughs> I think, I think you're not masculine in any way uh, except strong will well, well yeah but, women, but but if you really analyse women uh, largely they're a lot more they're a strong woman a strong woman is a lot stronger will than a, than a man yeah. I think generally women are stronger will yeah. and they can multitask yeah so it's so true we can multitask <laughs> so you live half your time in London and in the US no I don't I live oh. I live uh virtually all my time in London. Oh. I do have a home in the US, oh, wow. but I don't really live half in half. Oh, okay. No. So you spend most of my time in England. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, so home. Love England. What about Leeds? Do you go back there? Well, I, my mother still lives in Leeds. Wow. And she's almost 93. <gasps> I have a son who is married, who's a barrister. He lives in Leeds. Wow. And I have a, uh, I have a business in Leeds. So do I go back there? Yeah, I go back about once a month. Yeah. I still like Leeds. Oh, well, you need to pop by and see Sean. Yes. Well, okay. So Sean is, has an office uh, in the same building as my son's chambers. So he see, he's seen her quite often. Oh, 
he yeah. needs to say hi. Oh, he has. Love it. Oh, he good. introduced okay. himself and said... Oh, yeah. she's lovely. I'm so glad she won. Yeah. I was glad to be up there in the final helping her. And I and I was quite glad because I actually made Sean cry with... You did. Yes, but I actually made her cry with a compliment. You did. Which I thought I was yeah. quite proud of. Because yeah. yeah. at the end of my tough interview with her, yeah. I told her that you can make it if you come from Leeds. Yeah. So in your years of The Apprentice, talking of making people cry... Mm. Have there any, ever been any that have had a serious meltdown after you've interrogated them? Um, you don't have to know. I don't, you know what? I don't think so. Perhaps on the day of the interview, yeah. when it's fraught with tension, and at the end of the interview, they have a meltdown about me. Um, but I think that um, probably... I, I wouldn't like to think anyone's had a serious meltdown. <laughs> yeah, like, I really wouldn't like to think that. <laughs> so after afterwards, after you've grilled that person, mm. do you feel a sense of, oh, I feel a bit bad or I did my job? No, I feel I've done the job. I really do. I feel I've done the job. I've done the job that Lord Sugar's requested. Yes. And I don't feel bad because if I have grilled them, I'm, I don't get... I. I I really try. I don't get personal. No. So my my grilling and perhaps my aggressiveness towards them uh, is about their business plan. It's not about them as a person. No. And uh, that's one thing that they obviously they might feel that it's about them because yeah. at the time you might take it Defense. more personal. Defense. Yeah. But 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 my I never get personal. It's no. only I'm only grilling them for protecting Lord they're, Sugar's investment. And their best interest because yeah. look at me now. Well, I'm going on to different things. Exactly. Thanks for so, the so actually the, I, owe it to you. I wasn't that wrong no. was I? I owe I it all to you mm, and your grilling. Well. Everybody should take on your advice. <laughs> um okay. If you could be an animal random question but I asked this to everyone if you could be an animal what animal would you be well I'd be my dog because I'd like to be reincarnated as her because she's got the best life she's got the yeah exactly <laughs> she's got the best life my dog so definitely be reincarnated um, as her oh I love her I saw her dance yeah. it's amazing um, I'm just trying to think if there are any questions that any of my listeners would really 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 um did you say your best tip for any entrepreneur? What do you think your best tip would be for any entrepreneur? Well, I think if you're already an entrepreneur, you've got persistence, yeah. which is something that you've got. Yeah. Um, so I think... Um, once you become an entrepreneur, you don't need the tip. You need the tip to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So you have to have persistence. You have to not be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize, um, you have to recognize your desires and ambitions and make sure you've, you've got realistic dreams oh, yeah. and realistic goals, which is, I think, something I probably said to you in the interview. Yeah. So I think, you know, you can't run. You've got to walk before you run. Mm. Ambition is great, but it's got to be honed within something that's realistic. Yeah, that's true. Do you not think, though, it's really difficult these days because it almost feels like everything's already out there? Yeah, you it's know? very hard. Yeah, so when I, I showed you my products mm. before for the mm. listeners, Opal London products, um, I showed you, and the first thing you said is, but what's, what's what, different? What's your USP? What's your USP, yeah. Because the internet has changed everything. You know, yeah. when I started in 
business, in, in my fashion business, there was no internet. Today, any product you look at, you just go online, sure, you can yeah. compare, is it out there? How much is it? It's made my job as an interviewer easier, yeah. you know, because I can look at if it's not, not yours was a service yeah. business, but if it's yeah. not a service, you look at it, is it out there? Who's selling it? How much is it for? So it's much harder today yeah. uh, to, to start, especially like your products, because you have to have a USP. Yeah. You have to have something that sets you apart that's going to make you successful. Yeah. Do you think that's quite sad, though, for our generation, that it's a bit harder, maybe, for people to become as successful? Well, as I, successful? I think, I think, I think it's, well, I think it's sad for that. I think it is harder. Yeah. Sad, I think it's hard. I think it's sad for the high street today. Oh, yeah. Um, so sad. I think it's sad for the high street because I think, you know, the high street as we knew it, certainly the high street as I knew it, has vastly changed I because I think shopping today has to be either you go online, the internet, or you people want an experience. In, and by that, I mean they want to go to a mall or a centre where they can shop all afternoon, where they can have restaurants, where they can have a bowling alley, where they can have movies. Yeah. So shopping, it has to be an experience today. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. So it, it, it's, it's harder yeah, today. It is hard. Yeah. So you have to hustle harder. Uh, hustle harder. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, Khadija. Okay, let's do your yes or no game and then we finish off. Am I, what happens if I say yes and no? Am I like lose points, I fail, or I probably fail before I start? Okay, I'll try my best. Okay, so I won't even say them too quickly. You can't hesitate for too long. Okay. And you can't say yes and you can't say no. Okay. Are you ready? Can you play an instrument? I don't think I can successfully. Do you wear glasses? I do. Do you like pineapple? I do. Can you ride a bike? I can. Are you a good dancer? Try to be. Do you have a pet? I have a dog. Do you enjoy school? Did you enjoy school? I did. Boris is PM, yes or no? Love him. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I think all my listeners are going to get so many great nuggets from this. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. You'll be able to catch this on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kadeja. Thank you. <laughs>